Welcome to Trust Me, the podcast. We are your hosts, Beth Finkel and Kiana Salucci. And we are here to share with you how we create magic in our everyday while balancing family, careers, and relationships. Welcome back to Trust Me, all of my lovely people out there. Um, You have me solo today. And for episode 32, if you haven't had a chance to listen to that, I like need you to listen to Yanni. She is so affirmative in her message. And honestly, I have already listened to it twice. Um, Because it was firm, yet soft. It was complex, yet simple. And it really set me up. Um, in full disclosure, we were, we were supposed to record that episode together. And I honestly, we started recording it and I, I could not get it together. We could not figure it out. And so finally I dropped off and she recorded the episode and it couldn't have, it couldn't have gone better, honestly. And when I share the rest of, of my video today or my episode today, I wasn't meant to record it then either. It's honestly been a very difficult couple of weeks. Um, and I've been really hard on myself. And when I showed up to record with Yanni to talk about these next 40 plus days before going into the new year, I couldn't really do that with authenticity because because I wasn't ready and I wasn't in the right headspace. Um, but everything literally happens for a reason. And if you are on the fence about that, I just encourage you to pay attention, right? Like even when we say, you know, things that happen to you are actually happening for you. I am such a testament to that this week. And I'm going to talk about that in the audio in a few minutes. Um, But truly, everything works out. Even when you think that you're struggling, everything works out. And that's kind of coming full circle for me. Um, After I took my walk this morning, after missing a workout that I laid had all my clothes laid out for. Um, but my alarm never got set, right? Like I was super frustrated and I really needed that workout. Um, and I almost like didn't to get my kids, you know, ready for their Halloween parade. I had 50 minutes, 50, five, zero to get four kids dressed in their Halloween costumes, makeup on, fed, and out of the house by eight o'clock. And I did not even open my eyes until 7.05. All that to say that it all worked out. And it's gonna all work out, even if it's not how you planned. And so my message today, I'm gonna apologize in advance because I recorded it while on my walk in the woods um, where I needed to be in the forest today to really center myself. So if the the volume um, and the you know the audio is not your jam, I'm not offended at all. Uh, but I I did want to just 
share the raw version of kind of what I was getting off my chest this morning. Uh, But honestly, all this to prep us in our theme for Trust Me over these last 90 days was really to get us ready to hit those big goals, hit the ground running January 1st. This is part of the process. The messy is part of the process. My friends, we have to embrace it. And it's real life. And so for me, this past week, even today, really getting my mindset together to do the simple things. I say this to my son all the time, but the way that we spend our days is the way that we will spend our lives. It's so important to understand that every simple behavior that you commit to is how you will spend your life. Positive or negative, right? So we want to get into the habit of proactively practicing these positive things that I'm going to talk about in my episode and build them into our every day so that that is what we find in the length of our life. So I hope you enjoy this episode. It's super crazy not having my girl with me, Kiana, but she is also whooping it up on a girl's trip, um, which is probably so fun. (laughs) And she better invite me next time. Um, But either way, I hope you like this audio. I was legit on a walk, started recording myself, and it came straight from my heart. Um, So ignore the leaves crunching, listen to the message, and transfer it into your life because this tribe that we're building on the podcast has truly been an accountability measure for me. And I'd love to hear your thoughts uh, once you listen. Now on to the episode. When I'm able to show up and help someone else, something inside of me lights on, turns on. What I struggle with is doing that for myself. Full disclosure, Johnny and I were just doing an episode together. I could not get my shit together. I had hockey all weekend. I forgot my son's uniform at one of the games. It just so happened that another family had an extra one because it was a mystery. So it worked out. I was supposed to wake up and do a workout this morning laid all my clothes out, went to bed at the right time. And my daughter wakes up at four, looks sweet, has another hour. Next thing you know, I'm literally opening my eyes at seven o'clock. I'm rushing through the morning because it's Halloween. And the thing is, everything worked out. I got a run-in in my favorite spot in the woods. And it instantly took me back to when we started the podcast. And I was in Utah, in the woods, 
and thinking to myself, are we going to do this? Like, I want it to be big. I want it to be beautiful. I want it to help people. And I felt such an element of connection when manifesting that in my heart. And that is exactly what I had on my run this morning. It was a full circle moment. All to say that it is going to fucking work out. It all worked out. Even when I thought that it wouldn't. So transforming my part of the last 90 days. It's so critical to give yourself compassion. Now, if you haven't had a chance to listen to my sis on episode 32, I implore you to do that. Because I honestly, honestly listened to it twice. And it motivated me to get my mindset put together. And I love how she speaks to us because she has been exactly where I am in this moment. I'm stuck a bit, but I know that there is a direction forward. I don't know the destination, but I have my compass. My compass is my tools. So I know what I need to do. I know that even though I skipped my workout totally on accident, that doesn't throw me for a loop, right? I get out and move my body another way, even though this wasn't the plan. Even though I'm so sensitive and when I forgot the uniforms, I wanted to crawl into a ball because I was so sensitive about it. And the other parents just joked and they joked lovingly. And instead of going inward and feeling all that sensitive crap, I looked into their eyes and made jokes back. I actually laughed with them because this is critical. I'm combating some of the seeds as Yanni talks about that aren't the right seeds that need to be planted. Me being totally sensitive over something totally normal to do is not a seed that I want planted. And that's definitely not a seed that I want to nurture. And guess what? My community came together for me. Someone had a jersey. If that person didn't have a jersey, which by the way is so freaking crazy that someone had a jersey, they would have figured something else out. And it just so happened that the name on the back of the jersey, they called themselves the brothers of the game. And they had such a good game together. So they made a blunder into something amazing. It all fucking worked out. And that's what I want you to really think about going into these next 90 days. Wait, we're here. We're more or less 60 at this point. No, 40. Look, I can't even count. We're 40 days to the first of the year. And what do you want 
that new blank canvas to look like? This is what I want you to ask yourself. And although it's not gonna be perfect, and although you're gonna show up in ways that you didn't intend to, how are you going to bounce back? This is real life lessons for me. Work is picking up, that's been hard. Projects are picking up at work. I'm still trying to stay accountable to the podcast and our brand and helping people and just individuals in general. When I say that something lights up inside of me, when I'm able to help someone, that is the only fuel I need to get through the messy, the hard. The other day I was wearing a hat at a birthday party. It was a fall hat, it was a fall themed birthday party. And this female came up to me and just kind of was like looking at me, taking me in. And she said, you know, I really love your hat. And I said, thank you. She goes, I wish I could be a hat person. And I said, well, who told you you're not a hat person? And she just looked kind of like dumbfounded. And she goes, I guess I just have told myself over the years that I'm not a hat person. I don't look good in hats. And I flat out said to her, you need to own what you want for yourself. If you want to look good in hats and feel good in hats, you need to own that thought first. You need to leverage that thought and that confidence from within. Rock it. That's what I told her. And it sat with her for a second. And she goes, you know, you're right. Like, no one has ever told me I look bad in a hat. It's just I've never felt confident. And I said, just try. Wear it to the grocery store. Wear it to your parents. Whatever feels safe, try it. And just start to build that confidence. And this seems so silly and so small. But it is the small things that add up. It's the small things that you do every day. I tell this to my son who struggles, as you all know, if you're listeners with ADHD. I said, you don't have to hit home runs every day. Work on the small things. What you do every day is who you are. And that's what I tell him. What you do every day is who you are. How you spend your life, how you spend your day is how you will spend your life. So if you spend your day in small ways pumping yourself up and in small ways helping people and, and in small ways having moral courageous, this is how you will spend your life because it's happening. And this is what we want for you going into the next 40 plus days is look at those small 60-day habits. What can you do every day that is achievable? For me, what I have been focusing on this last 90 days is just being kinder to myself. I was all set to talk about this on the podcast yesterday, but couldn't because I just couldn't get through the emotions. But I tried on a few pair of jeans over the last couple of weeks and literally nothing fits and so for me 
that was planting a seed of really negatively looking at myself and my body. It followed through to what I ate. I, I definitely this past weekend started some old habits of restrictive eating. Thankfully, I have the tools to connect on that and talk about it. And again, apply this radical self-care, but I'm no different than any of you. I literally needed to stop the bleeding and trace it back to what happened. Jeans didn't fit you. I let that seed get planted. Restricted eating all weekend. Let that seed get nourished. All of that negativity, I started to really pour into that seed that never had a place in my garden never had a place in my soil. And this is so critical, you guys, because I, if I would have not, if I would have just thrown that seed out and talked to myself with some realization as I was trying on these jeans, legit, one of the jeans that I tried on were juniors. <laughs> and I didn't realize that when I bought it, but it, it threw me into a tailspin because here I am thinking that I'm doing all this great workout I'm doing all these great things. I'm contributing, I'm writing, I'm being creative. And yet jeans, fucking jeans is what throws me off my path. That's ridiculous when I talk about it out loud, but it is reality. And so luckily yesterday when Yanni and I sat down to record an episode, you know, I said, you take this one. I am not in the place to show up for a community day. And literally it was over these negative seeds that I had been planting from the week before. And it's it's just something that, again, is so small and so simple, but has this compounding effect in the negative that we don't want for anyone. And so when I talk about radical self-compassion, I'm talking more than self-care. I'm talking really giving yourself compassion and speaking to yourself in a way that you would speak to any of your close friends. You should be speaking to yourself in the way that you would speak to your daughter. And I would never be caught dead telling my daughter that she needs to get smaller to fit in a damn pair of jeans because that is not right. And that is not the world that I want her to live in. And it is not the world that we will live in. And so I'm holding myself accountable on that and giving myself compassion. And as I continued to make mistakes, because it's just been a crazy, wacky week, I will continue to talk out loud to myself and say, it is okay. You are human. Everybody makes mistakes. Mistakes sometimes are meant to be, right? Like all of these things that happened to me literally brought me to the place that I needed to be, which is, if you can hear, on my walk right now. The leaves are crunching. I needed to be in nature. This was not on the plan either. This walk was not on the schedule, but this is where I needed to be right now with you walking it through. And so this is going to be something that I can take into the next 30 days to say, okay, where am I going next? Next is just tightening up a little bit, right? Like yesterday I was talking to some coworkers and you know, just level setting on the stresses that, that come with the end of the year. They're unavoidable. It's crazed. And things that we need to do to really get ourselves together is we need to detox a little bit. We need to put ourselves 
around the people that matter and care for us, right? We, this is not the time to be stretching yourself above and beyond. This is the time to be doing radical self-care, radical self-compassion. The other humongous thing is the doom scroll, which I am fall victim to all of the time. It literally sucks up hours of my life. And so something I'm committing to over the next 40 plus days, this latter half of the year is to really detox from social media because I'm, I have a goal. My goal is to make this Christmas season one of the most wholesome and connected ones yet. Now we talked about this before, but I've never made this goal yet. I've tried, but I was never set up. I never had a plan and I never had something to follow. So this year I have a plan. I know what the big things are that my kids want, and I aim to get those on sale. Those things and those things only. I have already started making connected points throughout the month of December. So what my daughter will call a tradition, maybe culturally isn't a tradition in some families, but for us, it's little things. It's going to Longwood. It's, you know, cutting down our Christmas tree together. It's spending time baking cookies with my aunt. You know, these are the traditions that I think make our holiday season connected. And honestly, I want you all to make some traditions, even if they're super small. One thing that I started this year was watching a Halloween movie with my daughter. So we watched Practical Magic. It's something that I watched with my mom when I was a young girl. And so this is what we did this year. We got snuggled up, we laid in my bed. The movie probably was not relevant at all <laughs> to an eight-year-old, but she didn't care because she had my time, she had my snuggles, she asked me questions about weird things in the 80s that I maybe didn't necessarily have answers for. <laughs> And, you know, like, why is that guy putting a blindfold on that girl's face? And I'm like, oh, you know, they might be playing hide and seek. We couldn't really tell them, you know, they're getting erotic. But either way, we made the best out of it. And honestly, honestly, it's so small to fit that two hours into your day. But even she has already asked for and, and said, I can't wait till we do that again next year. It literally has nothing to do with the movie. It, it has everything to do with me and her snuggled up in the bed together. The other thing that's so important is accountability. So for me, it's Yanni. Her and I are checking in on each other every day. We're saying, you know, how are you doing? How are the kids? How are your partners doing, right? Like Dan's in a crazy busy harvest season and she's carrying a lot on her shoulders. So applying that self-compassion to yourself, but also applying compassion to your people because you got to nurture your people too. If they're in your soil, if they're a component of enriching that soil, it's on you to go out and, and nurture them as well. Thinking about their schedules, right? So it's a really busy time for my husband at work and our babysitter calls out, right? I'm so proud of her, by the way. 
because she called out <clears throat> and needed just a mental health day. And I, if you're listening to this, babe, I'm so proud of you because this is what I needed. These are the words that I needed when I was 20 years old to be able to say, hey, I need a day. I need to get my shit together. I need to rest, whatever it is. It's your time. You don't get that back. And so she calls off, which I'm so proud of her for doing. I know Mike's busy at work. And I go into mood of thinking, how can I make this better for him? Can I get the kids out of the house? What can I do? Is he going to be okay this evening? You know, these are the things that go into nurturing the people around you at well, so that around you as well, so that they are as whole as they can be. Oh, you guys, I can't even begin to tell you, first off, how pumped up I am that I'm out here on a walk versus my workout class because I am your headed and it, it's 20 minutes I'm out here, 20 minutes. I didn't even intend to record this right now, honestly. I did it because it's on my heart and I wanted you all to have it. And it's so important to base these movements in for yourself. Because I'm gonna go back clear and I'm gonna go back and be a better mom. I'm gonna go back and be a better colleague. And everything, you guys, everything will get done. I can't stress that enough. It may not be done perfect, but I honestly don't think perfect is ever the goal. For example, all of my kids, and I'm sure your kids too, have a thousand Halloween things that they have to do before Halloween even happens. This morning was one of those things. So everybody had to be in costume before school. Everybody looks great. I know my one thing, and you all can probably relate to this, but my one thing is that I always want a great picture of my kids in their Halloween costume. I share it with my parents, my in-laws, all of these things. So I took the picture this morning. I went out, we went in our spot, we took the picture, freaking done and done, okay? That gives me time back this afternoon. If you don't have Halloween parades and all this crazy ass shit for your kid's school, dress up over the weekend. Let them try on their costume. Let them wear it before Halloween. Get your picture, sis. Get your picture. Save yourself the stress. Because if your family's like my family, when they put that costume on in the evening, they do not want to be in a picture. They're very rarely ever smiling. All they want to do is go out and trick-or-treat. But I would always rush this so I would have time for the damn picture. And they would be screaming. And I'd be like, get the damn costume on. Now smile. And like, you know, the quote would be like, the post would be like, oh, I love these guys, blah, blah, blah. Yet I was just screaming at them to get their costume on. Save yourself that mess. Do it earlier. These are the things that I'm thinking about this morning you know me talking to you right now is an element of radical radical self-compassion because i'm moving my body i'm walking 
yeah, it's not the high intensity workout that I thought I was going to do, but this actually matters even more to me to get what's on my heart off of my heart and, and into your ears. It's so important to really take care of yourself before you try to do anything big and audacious. And we hope that you are out there creating these goals. If you haven't had a chance, check out episode 30, 31 and 32 to get you set up to crush these goals. We give you some really sticky tactical pieces to look at and how to craft them and follow them and and be accountable to them. But the real work, honest to God, is the small things. The small things, like how you talk to yourself. Affirmations. Every day, give yourself affirmations. We talk about that a lot, but how many of you, and raise your hand, do it. If your hand is not raised, sis, you are just hearing the words. You're not following through with the action. You have to talk to yourself in positive ways. And when you start to talk to yourself in the negative, like me, trying on the jeans, I need to find a way to cut that out. Should have called Yanni. I should not have let it linger for many, many days and spiral into something that it was never, ever supposed to be. So talking to yourself is key. Connecting over this season and sharing your goals and aspirations and getting people to really rally behind you is huge as well. If you don't put your goals out there, you already think that you're not worth it. So many people hold their goals close to them for fear of failure. Failure is part of the process. No one is an overnight success. As Yanni shared in this episode, no one wakes up and does the damn thing without failing. Or that thing is not that spectacular. Anything that you see, that you like, that you're driven towards, anything spectacular did not happen overnight. So you have to really accept failure as part of that process. Shit, I failed like three times since yesterday, but I'm honestly able to laugh about it because I have you, our tribe, to hold me accountable. I have my husband to hold me accountable and joke with me, right? Like it just, it all works out, you guys. And I want you to hear that from the depths of my soul that it all works out but we're not meant to move through the world alone as humans we literally are hardwired to connect and we will not accomplish any of those goals in the vacuum so i want you to pick them write them and tell them to someone okay my goal i've shared this in ways before is to move my body without it being in these tiny little boxes of how it's supposed to move, right? My goal is to love myself more. My goal is to give myself a break. And when I start to feel defensive because my sensitivity has been really triggered 
is to check myself as much as possible and lean towards the connection part of that experience versus inward towards this the sensitivity. This is called emotional agility, right? I'm not saying that we have to completely ignore the fact that our sensitivity is glaring its little head. But what I am saying is that take it as a gift and use it as a warning sign to talk to yourself. Why is it glaring its head? Why do you feel sensitive right now? Ask it powerful questions and then take on the responsibility to, to move beyond that emotion. When you move beyond that emotion, you can use it as a superpower. I talk about this at work all the time. We are human beings. We cannot leave our emotions at home. You've probably heard me say this, but what we do have is responsibility over them. And what's even better is when you can connect with another human and use that emotion for connection. So that's the next huge thing that I'm really trying to cultivate over these next 90 days towards January 1st is that I'm trying to really use and leverage my emotions for the good, for connection. Um, and then the other thing too is just literally rest. Rest is so important. And I'm the first one to say that I will prioritize that over anything else. But what I want to just share is that it's not just sleep, right? It's restorative. So yes, I get eight hours of sleep. But then if I spend my waking hours stressed out or not accomplishing my task or spiraling or ruminating or scrolling, doom scrolling, I am not restoring. And so I want to spend some of that time like watching a movie with my daughter and in the restorative and making sure that I'm resting and that I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Let's go. I'm so excited for this next year to come. Uh, I have so many creative juices that are flowing. One big crazy goal that I have is to finish a book that I started writing with my son. Um, I'll tell you more about that in another episode, but that's a big goal that I have. I've never written a book, let alone captured my 10 year old's attention to have him write it with me and come up with the characters and the plots and all the things. But it's really important to me and it's a way that him and I have started to connect in a different way. And so a goal for me next year is to finish this book with him. So I'm putting it out there to you and I really encourage you to check in with me and ask me questions about it. This will keep me accountable and will give me fuel to go back to it. Um, full disclosure, I haven't really touched it since the end of the summer. Um, where I was feverishly writing it with him, we had more time together, but then school started and it got busy. So I haven't gotten back to it, but the goal is to get back to it. We started talking about it again the other day and regrouped ourselves on the plot. And so this weekend, we're going to sit down together and think through one of the characters um, so I can write it out and put it into the book. Um, so these things are, you know, so um particular to me but i want you to have these things for yourself too but what i'll leave you with are the three things right radical self-compassion 
do not talk to yourself in a manner that you would not talk to your closest friends or your daughter or your mother. Do not do it, babe. Do not do it. In fact, level up. Start proactively talking to yourself in the positives. I know it's cliche, but write it down. Put it where you'll see it. Put it on your mirror. Put it in your car. Put it on your fridge. Guess what? If your daughter's see you doing this, they're going to adopt that behavior because the best way to learn is to do something yourself or to teach someone else what you're trying to learn. So let me say that again. The best way to learn something is to teach someone else what you're trying to learn. So if you can teach your daughter how to correctly follow through on an affirmation practice, you will learn how to do that. If your daughter can teach someone else how to do that, she will learn how to speak to herself. So the last thing is really looking at restorative rest. And this is beyond just eight hours of sleep every night. Like that's the minimum, right? That's our foundation. Like we need to be getting eight hours of sleep every night. But what I want you to consider over these next 40 plus days is how are you bringing restoration to the center, to the forefront, because this is where you are going to really launch off on those goals. And building that restoration in is so healing. It's so connective, whether it's connecting to yourself and spending time quieting your nervous system, spending time jotting, journaling, writing, whatever that may be, or it could be with your loved ones, just really restoring and resting yourself, your mind, your body, your soul, your heart. Um, Thank you for bearing with me on this lovely walk, this crunchy, crunchy walk. Um, It's real. It's what I have for you today. And that's one of our core values at Trust Me is that we're authentic at all times. So this is what I have for you today. and, And I hope that it starts to set you up in that mindset that again, everything, every single thing will work out. Even if it's not how we planned or envisioned, it it will all work out. You have to trust in yourself. You have to believe in yourself. And we love you. And we cannot wait to our next episode. Bye. All right, my good people. Give us a listen. If you do not already, follow us on Instagram at trustme underscore the underscore podcast. We are now on TikTok. TikTok. Uh, we are. Trust me. Trust me, BK on TikTok. So love it. Give us a follow. Subscribe to our podcast on whatever platform you choose. Thank you guys for listening. Tune in. Stay true to us. We'll stay true to you. If you guys have any comments, any questions, any podcast topics, please DM us. Don't be afraid. And until next time. Love yas. Bye. Bye.